Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hello, everybody. I am Chris Kiefer. How are you guys doing out there today? This is the RockyMountainATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. Thank you for downloading this episode and, of course, subscribing to our show and just telling everybody about this and uh, getting the word out. We appreciate it. We've been seeing all your guys' emails and we're getting those and trying to hit you guys back as much as we can like we always do. Uh, any questions about this show or future shows, previous shows, whatever it is, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com is the one-stop shop to uh, get some answers, and hopefully I have some for you. And if I don't, I will just tell you I don't know. I get a lot of that. Trust me, I don't know a lot of things, and some of you are asking me some questions, and I'm just like, don't know a lot about that. I got a huge question another day, like life type of question, and I was like, holy shit, man, that's really deep, and I'd hate to give you the wrong information, so... Man, it is, uh, it's amazing what you guys hit me with, but thank you for uh, doing that. It uh, means a lot to me, and of course, thank you guys for listening to the show. Um, that also means a lot to me. So uh, let's do this first. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one-stop shop for all you crazy motorcycle people out there, dirt bikes, dual sports, quads, spiders. Only reason why I say spiders is because I see a lot of them. I see slingshots everywhere. So if you got any of those things, go to KieferInkTesting.com. Click on that Rocky Mountain banner. It's the only banner on our website. Uh, we are ad-free besides that banner. Um, I've been getting a lot of heat to run more ads on my website, but I refuse to do that. So that's for you guys out there to keep it clutter-free. But just click on that Rocky Mountain banner, and that leads you back to their site, and it just continues to live your life Go purchase what you need to do, and it just gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing. It does help us out a lot, so I appreciate you guys taking the time to do that. So thank you very much, and uh, support Rocky Mountain. They're a great company with a lot of stuff in stock. They do really try hard to keep everything in stock, and it's really seamless and easy to do. So anything you need for your dirt bike or two-wheel, four-wheel related stuff, head over there. And if you want to get some gear, fxrracing.com. Use that code KKMX35, and that will save you 35%, and that will uh, make you look real good and uh, get you uh, a little bit ahead of the game as far as looks-wise. Their uh, 2024 gear is out. I thought it was going to be October 1, so that is my fault. October 20 is the time for 2024 FXR gear, so... They had it up on the website for a little bit, and then they took it down. They robbed us. So you might have saw it. It was up there for a little bit. I saw it. And then now it's going to be uh, reemerged October 20th, and you can use that code KKMX35 to save 35%, as well as the new FTA code. That's right, FXR sister. FXR sister's uh, company, FTA. Looks really good. You can go to my 
social media, and you could check out that gear. But that code is MXPR underscore KKFTA30. That'll save you 30% on FTA. Let me repeat it, all caps, MXPR underscore KKFTA30. FTA gear, switch it up, look a little bit different, bright colors, a little bit more in-your-face type of gear. So uh, go check them out, fxrracing.com. And the guys over, Mark, everybody over there at REP Performance, you want to get your suspension done, your KTM, even this Yamaha we're going to talk about today, 2023 version. The chassis is a little bit finicky at times. Ah, yes, it is. I'm just thinking about it right now. A little bit finicky, but it is a great bike. Still one of my favorite bikes to ride. Uh, but if you want to get your suspension done, hit that code KKREP. Send your stuff into Mark and the guys, and I'll get you some uh, moolah off of your revalve and springs and whatever it is that you want to do. He has some great settings. I've been testing the shit out of a bunch of his stuff. I've gone through six or seven sets. So uh, if you want to send your stuff in, easy to do. He'll hook you up, get a nice box, and uh, live your life happy with REP suspension. Thank you to all of our 2023 sponsors. Hopefully uh, most of these people will be back with me in 2024. Power Motorsports, if you want to get a new Yamaha, 2024s are available. Uh, YZ450s. But 250Fs are going to be in dealers in about two weeks. Uh, we're going to test the Yamaha October, I'm sorry, September 26th. Uh, so we'll have that up on racerxonline.com and, of course, a podcast here. But Power Motorsports will have those. So special deals um, that listen to, uh, for people that listen to the Kiefer Inc. Tested Podcast, uh, we'll get you a good deal with David over at Power Motorsports. Works Connection. Of course, you want to get a better lever feel that the Yamaha needs. Eric, guys over there at Works Connection. Kiefer20 is the code to save at Works Connection. Lit Pro, the new Mini S is out as well. Kiefer10 is the code there. Blood Lubricants, code word Kiefer to save 25% off a case of oil. 60 helmets, Kiefer23 is the code to save off 100 bucks off of a new ATR2 or an ATR1. So go visit those guys. International Vet Motocross Association, if you're an older guy over the age of 30 and you want to race with those guys, uh, basically oldtimersmx.com. Um, you can go check those guys out. Dunlop Motorsports, new MX34 review is up on my site. Pro Taper, yes, they are still in business. Yes, the stock is coming back. So I know I listened to Paul and uh, the guys over at Pulp MX on the show. Yes, Pro Taper has been sold to a company called Turn 14. But stock is coming back, and I know I've been frustrated just like you guys are. I've, I've really, really uh, <laughs> did a lot of bitching to the Pro Taper guys lately because I've been pushing the product, and I haven't been able to get it myself. So that is coming back. So if you want a better bar, go to ProTaper.com and check out their new site. You can order direct on their site now. ScreenPrintingDone.com, new merch up over on our shop at KeferInkTesting.com. Neil and the guys hook us up over there on ScreenPrintingDone.com. Decal Works, the official graphic of Kiefer Inc. Testing. Alpine Stars, the best boots made. You'll be seeing those on our feet are, as in Aiden and I, the new 2024 colors are coming too. And Oakley, of course, Airbrake is the goggle of choice for me. Polysport Plastics, get yourself a new uh, set of plastics over at Rocky Mountain and uh, pick up the Polysport brand. And, of course, ETS Racing Fuels, Make your bike run a little bit better, a little faster, a little cooler. 
not boiling. ETS Racing Fuels is our racing fuel of choice over here. All right, so we're done. Sorry, seven minutes of reads, but sometimes I just want to get those things out of there and uh, let you guys in on some of those codes that save yourself some money. So if that means seven minutes of bullshit to listen to, so be it. Save yourself some money. It's worth it. So this show, uh, I wrote this article up, and it's over on PulpMX.com. It's all about offsets for the 2023 and 2024 YZ450 because the 2024 model has not been changed. It's the same exact model as the 2023. So the YZ450F has not been changed. The YZ250F, like I said on the top of this show, we will be testing September 26th. We're going to go over that. That has most of the 450 changes. Uh, from what I heard, the, the, the frames are identical, 450, 250. And um, a lot of the changes that the 250 needed, I think, were addressed. I know some problems were uh, timing chains and valves and things on the older YZ250F. I got a lot of emails about people breaking timing chains. I know a lot of people here close in Southern California have been breaking timing chains on the YZ250F around 20 to 30 hours. If you're a revving type of a rider, which if you're riding 250F, chances are that you are a rever. So um, the new 2024 YZ250F will be riding here in a couple weeks. So excited about that. But we're going to talk about offsets on this 23 YZ450F. Look, it's no secret when I go racing, this is the bike I want to race so far. Obviously, we have a new Cowie coming out. I'm going to ride that here next month. We'll see how that stacks up against this bike. But when it comes to hopping on a motorcycle, for me, when I want to go fast, the Yamaha YZ450F does it for me. I think if I go back to Loretta's, I would rather be on a 350. The last couple years, I've rode the track. It's really tight, really technical, and the 450 is a lot of bikes. So a 350 would be awesome there. Obviously, Brownie kills it on a 350 there. But this YZ450F, even the new bike, it, it does... A lot of things really good. I was a huge fan of the 22 frame. Um, I know the Yamaha guys get upset at me a little bit because I, I'm, I'm, I'm a harsh critic on the new frame. It's not as compliant, and I don't care what they say. I've got a lot of emails, you guys out there that listen to the show, telling me the same exact thing. Look, Kiefer, I had an older Yamaha. I'm struggling on this new bike. And look it. Some of the riders this year have struggled on the new bike, minus Eli Tomac. Obviously, he looks it makes it look really good. But us normal folk, it's just not as compliant. The window to make it good is a little bit narrower than the 22. Sure, the 22 felt fatter. Uh, it was a little bit hard to corner. But for me, I liked the way it cornered. I liked how planted the old frame was. It just had a nice plush feel. Like It did everything really good. This new chassis, although is good, better at cornering, feels lighter, is narrower, just doesn't have that um, lean angle traction or that lean angle tire contact like the 22 had. I, I, I don't mind a little bit of wallowing, and maybe the 22 did that, and this 23 doesn't do that. But out here on Southern California tracks, we have a lot of faster... Low me in the morning, hard pack in the afternoon types of tracks. And this chassis doesn't really shine like the 22 did in the afternoon. It just takes a little bit more work to make it work good. And we've done that. 
But the older frame was just easier to hop on and go fast because it just felt like a big boat and it just stuck to the ground. Guys that could corner and are a little bit um, more advanced of a rider could make the 22 corner really well, and I think that's why I liked it because I didn't really have a huge problem with it. Um, I didn't have to go to an offset triple clamp. I just kind of adjusted my fork height a little bit, set the sag, and I thought it would corner really well once I got a good front tire on it, and I was happy with it. This 23, when I got it and I was back east testing it, just felt a little nervous to me, and I, and I vocalized that on our first ride review, and as I rode it more out here, I got used to it, but then every time I hop back on a 22, one of my buddies has a 22 YZ450, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's that's a lot different in straight line stability. Like, there's a lot of straight line stability in the 22 versus the 23. So I needed to to look for something, and offsets are the are the thing to do. It's easiest for us normal consumers to try to get more stability or more cornering out of a bike when you can adjust your offsets on your triple clamp. Us normal people don't have access to races. There's offset races that the factory teams use. I know a lot of the, the, the Club MX guys are going to 15 or 30 races on their, on their bikes. I think the Club MX guys are on stock 22 offset, and then they're going to 30 or 15 races for Supercross. And then they're outdoors. Um, those guys were going to a 24-millimeter offset with zero races, stock races, or 15. So races are very, very expensive to make. So no company really makes offset races, which I think they should because it'd be a lot of bit. It, it, to me, it, it would benefit us consumers a little bit more. I don't know if the triple clamp companies want us to do that because it would hurt their sales. Uh, but nonetheless, I feel like that could be accessible to us if they made it and just marked it up. Us idiots out there, especially us older vet dudes, would probably buy offset races just to try it. And I don't even know if it would really hurt triple clamp sales because you can still use a different offset and then use offset races um, combined with you know triple clamps and, and races. So for me, I just think there's some room there for to, for someone to make some offset races now. When we talk about different offsets, look at I've sat down with a lot of different people about rake, trail, steering access, tire radius, you know, triple clamp offset, all of that. And to me, when you go to, say, let's say a 22, a 24, I normally feel like I get better stability. But if you look that like that on paper and you, and you know what the, you know, rake, trail, and offset is, you're supposed to feel a little bit better cornering progress when you go from a, a 22, 20, 24. But I feel the opposite when I ride. When I go to a 24 offset, I feel like the bike is a little bit harder to lean, a little bit less um, front tire contact in slower um, parts of the track. Um, and that's just what I think most of us that ride this bike or these bikes feel. Uh, so when we talk about the handling and geometry of a dirt bike, we often use words like rake or steering angle to describe certain traits. Um, the manufacturer's specifications usually list some other chassis measurement called trail. So, I don't know, motorcycle designers and chassis experts, um, there's a guy named like James Parker out there, offered um, 
some things when I was at Dirt Rider, and he, he explained this stuff to us, and it was really interesting when I was there. Uh, trail is the distance by which the axle trails the point at which the steering access of a motorcycle would contact the ground. So that makes it a little bit easier to kind of understand. I sat with Dubok a lot and talked about this, and he's like, yeah, so when I, when I go from a, a 22 to a 20 offset, I'm getting more stability. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I feel like I'm more stable. And I'm like, how does that even work? So it's, a, it's kind of in a confusing math versus feel kind of ratio, but – for me, most of the time, if you want to get a little bit better of a tire contact patch or a more of a planted feel, you need to go out with your offset a little bit more. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to explain here with you on this 23YZ450F. Look it, this might be over your head. We're, I'm sitting here on this podcast talking to you guys, and you're like, Kiefer, I don't give a fuck. Just tell me what works. I understand that. <laughs> give, me the, give me the inside line here. Uh, but I kind of wanted to explain that to you. So, uh, you know, rake and trail and steering offset, steering triple clamp offset, is all working together. So when you change one thing, another thing changes. If you go to my website, there's a article called Action and Reaction. For every action you make, there's a reaction somewhere else on your motorcycle. So you just can't expect to make one change and everything's good. Because something else is going to be worse. You just got to find out where you want your motorcycle to work the best. Or if you're a racer, where do you think you can make the most time and try to make your dirt bike be really good in those areas so you can go really fast. And then other times, you guys can hop on a motorcycle and, and just say, hey, man, Kiefer, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. My 23 Yamaha 450 is awesome. I don't want to touch anything. That is fine. No problem. I'm not the end-all, be-all. I'm just telling you what I feel and what I gather from other consumers that email me that are having some trouble here. So I'm trying to solve a problem. If I don't really feel it or if I don't really get a lot of emails saying, hey, I don't you know, have a problem with that, I'm not going to really go hard on testing something that isn't there. I don't want to test something just to, for the sake of testing something. Usually when I test something – I usually feel it like I need to change it or you guys out there say, hey, there is a problem. Can you help me with that? And then I'll go try it and, you know, try to get you guys a shortcut to making it feel a little bit better. So with this 23YZ450, I went and got tested stock offset, which is 22 millimeters, of course, stock triple clamps, 23, 23.5, 24, and 25 millimeter offsets. The 23.5 millimeter offset is only made by Ride Engineering, and I think he made that number just because it's different than what X-Trig and other ones make. Um, so 23 and 25 offset comes on the X-Trig Rocks clamp. Uh, they don't make a 24 offset, but they do have a stem, which I don't know if they sell or not, but they gave me a stem that's offset where you can make uh, a 24 millimeter um, setting. So that's what gave me 23, 24, 25 in X-Trig, and then I had a 23.5 uh, with the right engineering clamp. Now let me explain this a little bit. The most important thing, if you guys are able to do it, you guys might be buying these triple clamps blindly on the Internet. 
The most important thing with these triple clamps is not the offset, okay? We're talking about offset on the show right now, but I'm telling you, it's the webbing and how the triple clamp is made is the most important. The worst thing you could do is go from a, a great-feeling triple clamp like the YZ450 clamp. It has great feel. It's not rigid. It doesn't feel stiff. I just wanted to get a little bit more tire contact and more stability, so that's why I'm changing the offset. But I don't necessarily want it to be softer or stiffer. I like the rigidity from the bottom and top triple clamp that Yamaha comes with. So to me, really pay attention before you go buy a triple clamp on how rigid it is because most of the time, and we're, we'll talk about the, you know, the rigidity here in the show, but most of the time when you go to a, an aftermarket triple clamp, it is stiffer than stock. And that could really fuck up the handling on your motorcycle no matter which way you go on the offset. You might be going the right way on the offset to create more stability or to create better cornering, but it's so fucking rigid that it feels harsh. And it feels like when you go to lean in, you're, you're getting deflection from the front end. That's because of how stiff the clamp is. A lot of work goes into these OEMs when they build a bike of how stiff a triple clamp is. I can... I can relay it. I've sat over half a day and tested six to seven triple clamps on the same offset and feel the bike feels totally different just because of how they cut the webbing out for the triple clamp for rigidity balance. So before you go spend six to a six hundred to a thousand dollars on triple clamp, learn about the rigidity. Ask questions. Email the, the company, if it's X-Trig, if it's Ride Engineering, if it's Luxon, if it's uh, Neckin, whoever it is, ask them about how rigid their clamp is. Hey, is your webbing design the same as stock? Well, no, it's not. Okay, what is different about your guys' webbing? And hopefully the, the guy on the phone or over the email is intelligent enough to tell you, okay, hey, we created a triple clamp a little bit stiffer than the stock because of XYZ. Or, hey, we created a triple clamp a little bit softer for XYZ. There has to be a reason. So I haven't been able to talk to X-Trig because I don't think they changed their clamp in a little while. But to me, X-Trig is a great quality clamp. Like, I feel like it's one of the best-looking triple clamps there is. Um, Luxon, he actually makes really attractive clamps. He's just kind of a nightmare to deal with because he has all these engineering fucking thoughts and he doesn't believe in test riders and all this other shit. But for me, um, I was really critical from Adrian. Like I've worked with Adrian from Ride Engineering a lot. And look, he advertises um, sometimes on the show. That doesn't make me want to ride his triple clamps. Look, I've bitched about his rigidity for a long time. He's just now, the last couple years, have been changing some of his clamp design to get more flex out of his triple clamps. A pro circuit triple clamp is a fucking nightmare because it's so stiff. People are slapping pro circuit triple clamps on this bike, and it hasn't changed in years. The webbing has remained the same. Those bikes have changed over many, many years and many times, but the pro circuit clamp has remained the same. They need to redevelop the clamp. Like, it's stiff. I stuck a Pro Circuit clamp, same offset on Aiden's KX250, and Aiden's like, and Aiden's not even a test rider. He's like, dude, my fork is so harsh. And I wrote it, and I'm like, fuck. Vibration is up. Rigidity is up. Like, harshness is up. Like, I'm like, holy shit. 
go back to the stock clamp or go to an X-Trig, here comes comfort back. I got less vibration. So really pay attention on how the webbing is made and what direction these these um, triple clamp companies are going, regardless of offset. So I just want you to know that. All right, so what do I need from the 22 from the 22 millimeter clamp on the 2324YZ450F. I need a little bit more stability and I need a little bit more compliancy when I'm setting up for a corner and I'm trying to lean. Let, let's let's paint you a picture here. Let's say there's two ruts going into a left-hand corner, but the left-hand side and the middle part of the track is super bumpy and rough, has a lot of bumps, but I can use the right side of the track where it's smooth and then it and then start to cut across to the left side and angle my tires and and lean that way, but I have to hit the bumps to go across. I'm missing some of the initial bumps, but I need to cut across, try to get in the inside rut, and when I hit those bumps on the edge of my tire, this new chassis isn't as good as the old chassis. That is where I would want. And here on the West Coast of things, I'm always cutting across the track because we're not locked into a rut from point A to point B, we can actually move around. And for us to move around, we got to be on the edges of our tires a lot. Unlike you East Coasters where you guys got primo dirt. Fuck you, by the way. Primo dirt and ruts that are awesome. That looks like ocean waves coming in. So I was just back there two weeks ago and it was unbelievable. Uh, by the way, I'm jealous if you can't hear that in my voice. But you have a lot better dirt. So being on the edges of your tires aren't as it isn't critical as it is for us out here. So I still think there is advantages for you guys after listening to this to go to a different offset on your YZ450. But nonetheless, that is where I need a little bit more compliancy, a little bit more comfort from this chassis. And that's why I'm trying to figure out which offset works the best. And you can read that over on pulpmx.com. But for me, that is where I need a little bit of comfort and a little bit more stability and a little bit more tire contact back. So the 23 millimeter offset, you're thinking, ah, Kiefer, it's a fucking millimeter. How am I going to feel one millimeter? If you look at it on a fucking ruler, you're like, uh, how's that going to make a difference? It truly does make a difference. Now, can you feel it? I don't know how sensitive you are. If you're a soul rider, you just want to hop on the fucking thing and go awesome. Leave it. Don't listen to me. Do your thing. Stock clamp. Go for it. Drop the fork height to two millimeters. Enjoy your life. That does help. Yes, it does help. When I got this YZ, they wanted me to run a really high fork height, and I was out. I couldn't do it. Just way too rigid feeling, uh, deflection, uh, add some oversteer. I'm just like, I got to drop the front end a little bit. you know. And I understand what they wanted to do being Yamaha. They wanted to have some more front end bite, but for me, uh, it's it's a Band-Aid, right? So I'm just going to drop the fork down to two millimeters, sacrifice a little bit of that front tire lean angle bite inside the corner, and get a little bit more lean angle traction coming into the corner. It's not going to solve your problem if you feel it, but it does help a little bit. Now, going to a 23 millimeter offset helps. I'm going to say it helps quite a bit. The 23.5 and 23 are similar feeling to me, but I tried different clamps. So this is where it, it gets a little tricky. So the 23X-Trig clamp it does help the stability. When I cut across the track, I got a little, more, little bit more tire contact patch feel. It got into the corner a little bit better, but for me, slap down 
um, first bump impact touch because of the X-Trig webbing and the stiffness of the clamp wasn't as compliant as stock. So it was like a give and take for me. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze for me. I didn't want to get that added rigidity to to get a little bit of uh, more compliancy coming into a corner, if you can understand that. So the 23.5 ride clamp from uh, Adrian over there, he had like six different versions. I was part of this process early in um, the development of this clamp. And originally I was like, hey, I don't want a clamp. I'm good. I'm just going to ride this for a little bit. And, and here we are a year later, and we started testing some of these things. And the first few were like, oh, yeah, that's no good. It's way too stiff. I mean, it was stiffer than X-Trig. And then he started getting a little bit different webbing. And, and by the fifth or sixth version of this one that I've tried, and it's gotten way, way better. Honestly, I have better feel with Adrian's, the Ride Engineering's 23.5 clamps than I do with the stock clamp. Unlike the 23 X-Trig, the juice is worth the squeeze for me, where now I can cut across the track. The edges of my tires, I'm not getting deflection like I was with the stock offset. Um, I actually can drive through those bumps and not get a harsh or deflection feel. I can set up for corners a little bit better. Um, A small negative for me was the bike itself leaning side to side felt a little bit heavier feeling, not as light as a 22 offset from the stock clamp, but I don't mind a little bit of a heavier lean feel if I can get stability coming into the corner. I feel like, uh, let's paint you a picture. If it's the Honda, sure, the Honda corner is awesome. It's the best cornering bike, but what about everything in between the corners? It's like a fucking nightmare. So if I got bumps coming into a corner, I'm rolling off way early because I don't know which way this bike's going to go. Deflection here, deflection there, harshness there. I'm like, by the time I get to the corner, I'm tired. So that's what nice it's nice about this 23.5 is like, sure, it's a little bit heavier leaning in, but it's not that heavy where I feel like I'm having a front-end vague feel or like, oh, man, I can't tip it into this corner or I can't tip it into this flat corner because I feel like it's too heavy. It's, it's a little bit heavier but almost gives me more of a, of a better feeling coming through the corner because I just feel like my knobbies are dug into the ground a little bit more. Now, on paper, that doesn't make sense because you think, ah, it should be a little bit more vague. You're going to a 23.5 clamp. But the feeling that I get, I'm getting more of a positive front-end feel through the whole range, area one, two, and three. So I was like, holy shit, man, this is really, really nice. I like this. And I just did a clamp test not too long ago to 23 and 25. And I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit stiffer. It's a little bit better. And, but I always went back to stock. And I tried the spacers. And that, that seems to work pretty good. But now that I'm trying this other clamp and this offset, I'm like kind of sold on it. So that has remained on my bike. When I did this whole test yesterday, I had a choice of putting stock, X-Trig, whatever. And I said, let me, let me keep this 23.5 clamp on here for a little bit and see how it is. Um, so I'm going to race a race this weekend with it on. But so far, what I've felt from loading the bike in, cutting across the track, it's all been a positive feeling. The only slight negative, like I said, is the heavy side-to-side movement, but I'm okay with that. And I feel like you East Coast great dirt you know, type of riders out there, that little side-to-side movement may not even bother you, that heavier feeling that might not, might not oh, God, I can't even talk might not even bother you 
because you're locked into a rut and it's kind of easier to lean in once you already have a rut formed into the corner. You guys have long ruts coming in. You guys have long ruts coming out. I get more stability within those ruts. Inside, you guys get those bumps inside those ruts. The bike feels more planted. Um, So for me, I think it's all a positive. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show all about offsets. We'll be right back. Just really quick, we're going to do some commercials. Get those discount codes. Save yourself some money. Be right back to talk about 24 millimeter offsets. Screenprintingdone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Go to screenprintingdone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So, you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. 
There is a brand new band that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, ProTaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, ProTaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. So go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months, all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't 
been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. And we'll get you out there and have some fun, get some gate drops. We are back. Wasn't so bad, was it? Real quick. Took about seven minutes out of your life, and now we're here. We're here living the now with offsets. Here we go. Um, I tried the 24 offset and 25. To me, the 25 is a waste of time for you moto guys. Um, Really lazy. makes the bike feel really heavy. And, like, we talk about the heavy side-to-side movement on the 23.5s, but the 25s, man, it is really tough to lean in. Really good on straight line stability and cutting across the track. So for us moto guys, I think it's a little bit too much. But if you're riding a West Coast GP or if you're riding faster type of desert terrain, maybe that 25 offset is a lot better because you do get a lot more positivity going in straight line. And then when you chop the throttle, this new chassis doesn't kind of doesn't have that little head shake or, or wiggle feel. Because if you're riding a 23YZ450F, and you're on that 22 offset, you will notice if you're wide open and then chop the throttle coming into a corner, you'll get a little bit of a wiggle, like loose front-end feel. You'll notice this. So maybe if you haven't noticed it and you go ride next time, maybe pay attention to that, see if your bike does that. But that is what I noticed from the stock Yamaha and going to a different offset that calms that down. Um, Again, 24-millimeter offset is preferred i like that offset the most i just wish x-trig had a little bit more of a compliant clamp to accommodate that offset i think that's a nice blend of straight line stability uh, edge of tire feel and just tire contact Um, but this i just don't get the compliancy or the bump absorption that i like from the stock clamp with the x-trig 24s so overall, I think 23.5 is where I'm at for you guys. I think that's a good starting point or, you know, at least for the, at the very least, if you guys are worried about stability, that is a good offset to try. And it's nice to know that this clamp isn't going to be hella stiff and make your arms numb. And for us vet guys, that's the worst thing. You put something new on and you get arm pump. You're like, what the fuck? So I did not get that. Um, I tried it early in the morning when it was smooth. I went back to it later in the day, about 2.30, and it was still outperforming the X-Trig and, for me, the stock clamp. So, uh, plain and simple, I think that is uh, what I'm going to be running on my bike for a while and um, to see uh, where that leads me. I'm going to go back east with Aiden and ride some... um, some deeper dirt, some better ruts, and I'll bring uh, all these clamps again, and I'll try them myself to see if it works. But from what I can tell, um, this 23.5-millimeter offset is a big improvement if you guys are looking for a little bit more stability. Now, fork height with all of these offsets, you can, like I said, you can go to pulpmx.com. That whole post is right there. I have the fork heights for each offset that I feel like works. I've been running a... 104 to 105 um, millimeter sag reading. Um, If you're on a 22 stock clamp, again, three millimeters, that's that's a pretty good 
blend of I got good cornering ability with a little bit better stability. Um, I would not go above five millimeters. Some of you guys are in seven. I'd, I'm out. Can't do that. It makes the front end ride too low, uh, overpowers it. So I don't want to do that. Uh, if you're going to a 23 or 23.5 offset, anywhere between 3 to 3.5 millimeters up um, in those clamps is the optimal setting. 24 millimeter X-Trig, 4 millimeters up. And then if you're going to a 25, I still ran 4 millimeters up. I experimented anywhere between 2 to 6 millimeters on all of these offsets. And this is what I came with as far as a nice blend of keeping that cornering ability as well as straight line stability. Now, I do want to say you still need a good front tire. Sure, Dunlop is an advertiser on the show, but I've been very vocal of how much I hate an MX-33 front tire. They know it. Um, I've had many conversations with the guys over at Dunlop, and I'm like, look, I cannot push this front tire because I just don't believe in it. I have no problem with the MX-33 rear, but if you do got a new Yamaha, Go get an MX-34 front, or if you're a Pirelli guy, that's fine too. You can go get an MX-32 mid-soft. That's a great tire as well, but it just doesn't last as long. Um, just FYI, if you're a Pirelli guy, your carcass will break down before your knobbies. So look on your sidewall on your Pirelli. If you see any white nylon starting to show through, your carcass is toast, and then you're going to have to start running 14 to 15 PSI because it's going to start rolling in the corners. The Dunlop will last longer, have more consistency. The MX-34 works better when the track goes to shit, a little bit hard pack. Uh, sure, do I still like a Dunlop MX-3S? Yes, if you can find them, do that. It won't last as long as the MX-34, but nonetheless, having a good front tire along with these offsets go a long way. You just can't throw these offsets on, and I'm going to get a Shang Shin front tire and expect my fucking bike to work. It doesn't work like that. you got to have the right pieces to the puzzle to make your bike work and along with these offsets you're going to have to have a good front tire so choose that um, you can go look there's tire preferences on my website there's psi readings oh, if you guys just take the time don't email me just take the time there's search bar there's a search bar beep tire pressure enter all the shit that shows up that's in tire pressure will show up uh Kiefer, can i get a map for my yz450 Search, 2023 YZ450 map. Beep. Fucking everything shows up. Like, I don't understand why you guys want me to babysit you and hold your hand to this link to the story. Just search it. Spend some time on my website. I work hard at it. It benefits you guys. <laughs> Please. It, it, it really is. It's, it's super easy to do. If you can't find it from the tool, there's a little bar up there that says Yamaha, Honda, Kawasaki. Just push, just push it on the search engine, and, and boom, you're done. Um. So, yes, so please run a good front tire along with these offsets. If you do buy this bike new, it comes with the MX-33. You don't want to buy a tire, okay? Just run through your MX-33 front, and if you're going to buy a new one, MX-34, MX-3S, Pirelli MX-32 would be my choices, and um, that'll get your bike to corner a little bit better as well. So hopefully this will help you a little bit if you have a problem. Of course, uh, I don't have any codes for X-Trig. Um, you can go get X-Trig stuff over at Technical Touch. Um, They're in Southern California. They sell X-Trig as well as a KYB distributor. Um, Adrian over at Ride Engineering, you go to ride-engineering.com. I do have a code for Ride Engineering stuff. It's KT20. That'll save you 20% off whatever he has there. Um, 
I haven't tried much of Luxon stuff uh, just because the guy's so anti-test rider. Like, you can't feel a millimeter kind of guy. Um, but the guy makes good stuff. I've ridden with some of his stuff on other bikes. Yeah, it looks quality. It feels good. I, I have no problem with it so far. It feels feels nice. So uh, maybe I'll try some of his stuff at some point. Um, for me, neck-in clamps. You guys have been asking me about the SFS neck-in system. The SFS system bar mounts actually are pretty decent. Um, I like how you can adjust it with the air and get softer, harder. But the clamp itself is pretty rigid. Um, as you guys can tell, most of the star racing team have been going away from that and using something softer, either stock or X-Trig. And there's a reason for that, just because uh, that, clamp, that clamp is pretty stiff. Um, I know Talon has, maked, has uh, um, started to make some clamps. Yes, the same company that does the wheels. We have tried the Talon Raptor triple clamps on a Honda. Very, very good feeling. Um, I told Adrian that when we were testing. He's like, I don't want to hear it, but I go, Dude, honestly, Talon, they make a, a really good feeling clamp. So haven't tried it on the Yamaha, but just FYI, they do make a clamp. So uh, these are my findings. If you guys have any questions about the offset, what you guys want to try, or maybe you tried something that works pretty good, hit me up, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. So hopefully this will guide you into a better handling YZ450F. Again, to me, it's the best 450 that is out there right now. Still, even still that it's a little bit stiffer feeling from the 22 version, I still really like the engine feel, how it corners, how much front-end bias it is compared to a Kawasaki 450. I think a Kawasaki 450 is my second favorite, but I need a little bit more front-end feel from a Kawi to, to warrant that. I'm a front-end steering guy. Now, this new bike I've heard is a lot more front-wheel feel with a smoother power, so I'm excited to ride the new Cowie. Um, but if I'm buying a bike and it's going to be a 450, my money is going to go to a Yamaha at this point. I love a KTM, but I just feel like i got to put too much effort into it. I don't have a lot of money. So if I was going to buy a KTM, I want a spring fork. I need to do the shock. i got to buy a linkage. And once I do all that, Man, the KTM's unbelievable. I love the engine. Unbelievable, easiest to ride out of all the 450s. The KTM's awesome. But the Yamaha is a really good machine, and with a little bit of work, un unfortunately you have to do that with this new chassis, uh, becomes a really fun, great machine to ride. So uh, you guys out there, if you have them, let me know what you think. Uh, real quick, too, I want to do a couple notes before we wrap this up. Yes, I do have a little bit of a hard time starting my YZ450 when it's cold, but if you guys are starting it and you guys are working all week and you go to start it for the weekend, give it a little bit of gas when you start simultaneously, and then it will start really quick. If you just crank it over with no gas, it doesn't start really quick. When it's warm, it starts up really fast. But cold, a little bit of throttle, just as you push the button, it starts up really quick. So that is something that I have felt. I've gotten some emails lately say, Kiefer, is your bike hard to start when it's cold? Yes, it is, but a little bit of just fuel as you guys start it, it does make a huge difference. And then another thing I wanted to, to talk about before we get off of here, what I've noticed at the tracks, and this is just me seeing stuff in Southern California, and I don't know if this happens for you guys out in, in your neck of the woods, but 
for people that we've been in this industry and riding for 10, 15, 20, 20 years or so, and we know what goes on, we know the routine, we know exactly where to park when we're at the track, we know how to unload our bikes, we know all of this, right? Seems second nature. And then when we see a beginner roll on the track, maybe doesn't have all the gear, maybe has a different ramp, or maybe doesn't know how to unload his bike or her bike, help them out. Instead of talking shit and making fun of them, help the motherfuckers out. Like, why are we making fun of people that are trying to get into our sport? I think some of these people are scared to get in our sport because they don't know what to do. They're going into these tracks blind. They don't know how to get on the track. They don't know which way the track goes. They don't have a routine down. If I was trying a new sport and I rock, I walked in and did it, they'd probably make fun of me. But I don't think they would because I've done that in other sports and people are really accommodating and they'll help me and they'll teach me. I don't feel like we have a lot of that going on, at least where I live. People want to make fun of those people. Why? They're spending money in our industry. They're helping our sport. They're trying to do something they think is fun. Why make it less fun for them by being a dick or not helping? You know, maybe maybe you're being a dick from afar, but yet those people have no help. And it's like, man, I don't have a riding buddy. I don't have anybody helping me at the track. Go up to them, befriend them, ask them their backstory. Hey, do you need help? How long have you been riding? What you have any concerns? Do you know which way the track goes? Help them out a little bit. It, it'll literally take you 10 minutes. You could help change that person's life and get them into motorcycles. And who knows? They could be cool. They could be nice people. So just a little reminder. I mean, I forget that same shit at times too, you know? Like I'm at the track. I'm like, oh, man, look at this guy. Like, But you got to remember not everyone knows the drill. Not everyone has cool gear. Not everyone has the right product slash ramp to unload their bike. Help them out. I could be better. You could be better. I just think we all can be better if we just try a little bit harder. And I know it sucks sometimes because you're tired. You just want to get do your shit and go ride and go home. But a little bit of effort goes a long way. And I think I'm a firm believer in karma. If you lay it out there and you give good karma, I think you'll get it back. You know, that's that's my point of view. Sorry, I'm not getting all uh, crazy <laughs> on you guys, but... It's just a couple thoughts that I had before we wrap this thing up. So you want to get a written version of this podcast, go to pulpmx.com or my site, kieferinktesting.com. It's there. Read up on it. Um, let me know if you guys end up going to a different offset, how you like it, and hopefully it helps you guys um, with any stability issues that you might have on your YZ450 if you have them. Again, just because I say something and maybe you don't feel it, doesn't mean you need to go buy an offset triple clamp. If you guys are feeling what I feel, this will help you. So just know that. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for uh, actually supporting my advertisers. They mean a lot to me, just like you guys, and they do great work. So um, go purchase their stuff if you can. And hit up Heather at KieferInkTesting.com if you want some merch, if you don't see it on the shop. But we do got some new stuff up there. There's still a lot of older stuff that we haven't sold. That really helps us out as well. So just go spread the love a little bit and um, go buy something if you can on our shop. And if you have any questions, just email Heather. And if you're a teenager 
Aiden's always here. He's been pretty good about helping you guys out as well. A-D-E-N at KieferIncTesting.com. It's a family affair over here. We try to include everybody. Uh, we live the motorcycle dirt bike life here in our household, so we try to uh, promote that and give the information out there for you guys to make your experience better. That's what we're here to do. Our doors are open. Unlike other media out there, our door is cracked open for you if you have any questions, we have the time for you guys. That's keyforinktesting.com. We'll see you next week.